Hi, Failed It fam. It's Erin here, and I wanted to start off this episode by reading yet another review from our Failed It family. I love you people. So here is a review from JLBB79. They write one word, authenticity. Erin has created a podcast with content that matches her amazing energy, authentic, amazing guests, and lessons to inspire and encourage you to fail forward. Thank you for creating this amazing platform. JLBB79, a thank you. They don't call me keeping it real deal for nothing. So I like to leave it real authentic here. Help you learn from my fails and from our guests' fails. So if you like today's show, please go to iTunes and read and leave us a review. Um, You can read reviews. I said read. You can read them, but I'd also love you to leave one. That really does help other people find our show. And I want to help continue to spread the joy of fails past and present with the world. So if you could do that, that would be awesome. Let's get to failing it now. Hey there, my name is Erin Deal, and I'm a half Southern, half Midwestern mama, some call this voice a nasal twang, who took $5,000 to build and scale a one-of-a-kind experiential organization that improves the lives of corporate professionals through personal development, humanity, and humor. Along the way, I've built client relationships with some of the most notable companies in the country, all while attracting a rock star team of experts and hilarious facilitators. Sounds pretty awesome, right? Well, what I didn't tell you is that my resume also includes a long list of comedy shows I bombed, improv teams I didn't make, companies who told me no, and many a heartache when it came to becoming a mother. I want to show you the real deal of the grit, creativity, and determination it takes to overcome your disappointments, embrace the suck, and design the career you could only dream about. I believe we all have our own unique gifts that we bring to the world, and it is our mistakes that help to unwrap them. Welcome to Failed It. Hey, Failed It fam. Let's take a journey. It's December 31st, 2019. You are putting the finishing touches on your planner and your annual goals. Now, if you're like me, you're putting stickers on pages and adding little cheerleader handwriting doodly doodles to pages to pump you up and motivate you like the Beyonce you are. The clock strikes midnight, and if you're a granny like me, you say cheers to the hubs, you watch the ball drop on TV, and then you stop, drop, and roll yourself right into bed at 12.15 a.m. Wash that face, brush those teeth, put in those retainers, add a touch of zit cream, girl, and then you pull the sheets over your head like the goddess you are and dream of all you're going to accomplish in 2020. You have hashtag goals, you have drive, and you are going to get to it on January 2nd so you can recover from the champagne headache you gave yourself on January 1st. Your planner and your mind are ready to tackle a new year. 
You've got goals laid out for your family. Your team at work has meticulously planned the year so far advanced that it looks like a school superintendent made it. You've got health goals written down so that you actually will do them. And you have travel plans to make. I mean, this is a new decade and a chance for a new and a more productive you. As you drift off to sleep, you drool over the lavish trip you're going to take to Europe, the weddings you're going to, and the new and improved healthy you that is soon to evolve. Sweet dreams, princess. Sweet dreams. You'll wake up and it's March 13th, 2020. Now, what you thought was supposed to be a restful, peaceful dream turned into a remake of the movie When the World Ends. The world goes into lockdown due to a deadly virus. Your in-person business gets turned upside down. The plans, I'm using air quotes, you made for your life and your team get ripped in half. And your one word intention for the month, the word community, now means online versus in-person community. Your one-word intention for April becomes survive. Childcare is taken away. You and your family are figuring out how to save a business, how to work from home, and how to raise a nine-month-old at the same time. Now, Cut to May of 2019, you decide to visit family who live far away to escape the city you live in and its congestion. You pee on gas station grass because you don't want to set foot inside any bathroom that's not your own. You spend time with family. That's it. That is what life is all about. The people who you put in it, not how busy you are. Now it's the end of May 2019, and you drive back home to your city of Chicago to realize that you miss your family more than ever. That if this pandemic has taught you anything, it's that being close to those you love is most important. Another nightmare occurs inside your daydream. A black man dies because a white cop suffocated him in the daylight while others watched. This man named George Floyd became the last straw for the Black community. You are angry. You are white. You realize your own privilege. You realize you won't be quiet so that the Black community can be comfortable. You're sad. You are mad. You are still forced to stay inside. You're watching people get angry on the news. You get even more angry. You want to help. How do you help? What can you say or what can you do to change 400 years of social injustice? This must be a nightmare. Am I dreaming? No. You are awake. You are more awake than you ever have been. In the midst of all this, you decide you need to move to be closer to your family. So you pack up and you leave all of your belongings in hopes to sell your house and make a better future for your family. When you get to where you're going, 
aka your parents' house. Your mom, who has a routine heart surgery planned, has a series of mini strokes post-procedure. The woman who is your rock, the one who makes you feel safe and loved, is hospitalized for weeks. You can't see her due to the deadly virus. You hurt in ways that you didn't know you could hurt. You pray. You turn to your spiritual side. You cry. You learn that family and friends and the people in your life are the most important thing. You prepare to sell your house. You prepare to buy a new one. Your mom is still in the hospital and you're doing all of this while the deadly virus is still looming. Weeks before, you said, maybe 2020 is like a mullet. It's just a party on the back half. That fun figure of speech is clearly not the case. Is 2020 for real? How much can anyone take? How much more can we take? I wish that what I just mentioned there was just a dream for all of us. I tell you my reality, as I know all of you have your own version of what this year has meant to you. Maybe it's the realization that you aren't with the right person. Maybe it's brought to the forefront of your life what you really want. Maybe it's given you a new hobby or perhaps a new platform and a way of speaking up. Maybe it's made you extremely grateful. Or maybe it's made you really sad. Whatever your feelings, I do know one thing for sure. We have to stay mindful in this madness. That is a must. If we don't take care of ourselves and put on our own oxygen masks, we cannot put on someone else's. I know, what a metaphor right now, Erin. But it's so freaking true. I'll be honest, you guys. We were set to air a completely different episode this week, but this was at the forefront of my mind, and sometimes I just feel the pull to talk about a particular thing, and this was it. So my hope is that this reaches one of you today, that you listen, and it moves you to realize that you are not alone. 2020 has taken me on a roller coaster. I've had a front row seat to some of the hardest things that I've ever had to go through. But you know what? I'm not alone on this ride. Behind me is a group of people who are saying, I've got your back. We're going to make it out of this one. If it feels lonely in your front seat, I want you to feel the team behind you today. I'm going to church, y'all. We going to church. I want you to put your hands up. I want you to scream. And I want you to make sure that you are buckled in. Because this caboose is going choo-choo. We've got you. And I've got some tips and some tricks to make sure that you hear us. Again, you are not alone in this. The roller coaster that is 2020 can kiss my grits. Now that's a Southern phrase for kiss my Heineken. And truth be told, I've tried not to swear on this podcast, but this episode feels like it deserves another rating. So, I'm going to 
get through it. But I've got three things to make sure that when we get to the end of this roller coaster, that is 2020, you can say, man, I did that and I'm freaking proud. If I can ride that ride, I can do anything. Spoiler alert. It all starts with buckling yourself in, taking a deep breath, and just letting go of control. This season is full of twists and turns and upside down tummy aches, and we can only control what we can control. And if you are a type A person like me, it's like the wind is slapping me on the face time and a time and time again on this journey, just saying, let go, girl, let it go. You've got to ride this one out. So I'm going to stop digressing. Without further ado, here are my three tips to sit back, relax, oh man, uh, and enjoy the ride. I call this the L-E-L. It's like L-O-L, except you just replace the E with the O. Or the O with an E. There it is. Replace the O with an E. The L-E-L. Okay, so we're going to break each one down. I want you to remember this. The L-E-L. When you are riding this coaster that is 2020 and you're on the down, these L-E-L tips will help you. All right? So the first is L for laugh. Do you know that phrase, laughter is truly the best form of medicine? Well, why do you think I prescribe myself a lifetime of it by building and prove it? I'm not supposed to ever get sick, y'all. It's like a constant vitamin to me old veins, all right? Laughter is more contagious than the coronavirus. And it's freaking free. Free. Free 99. You just have to seek it out. Now, let me tell you some of my favorite ways to laugh. This is A of the L. So part A, blooper reels. I want you to think of your favorite TV shows. I am obsessed with Schitt's Creek, The Office, Parks and Rec, Modern Family, Working Moms. I want you to think of your favorite show. Then Google said name a favorite show, blooper reel. If you're more of an action or dramatic person, I want you to scroll back a few seconds, listen to the shows I mentioned, and then Google these blooper reels. Wear a diaper because you may pee your pants. B, I want you to call your favorite funny friend. We've all got them. The ones who, when you talk, you just laugh. I've got one friend who literally all we do is giggle. For real, One night she was staying at my house in Chicago and we went out to dinner and to a comedy show and we came home after that show and after a few glasses of wine, my husband John said we sounded like high school teenagers. We even got up the next morning and we went to a workout class and he said we came home way too enthusiastic and giggly for 8 a.m. We've all got that friend. Call him or her. And if you don't have that friend, DM me on Instagram at Keeping It Real Deal, and I'll send you some joy. Part C of laugh. Watch stand-up, okay? We have had some hilarious comics on this show. We had Josh Johnson in episode six on this podcast. We'll link to his specials because he is just good, clean fun. We just had Maysoon Zayed, the hilarious comic and disability advocate, come on in episode 12 of this podcast. The entire podcast is literally just me giggling to her, so give it a gander. 
I also love Amy Schumer. And if you're a mom and you haven't watched Growing on Netflix, hit pause on this podcast now and go watch it. Heather McMahon, Ali Wong. These are some great female comics. So we'll put links to these people in the show notes. So if you're low on your roller coaster, I want you to just click and enjoy. And also know that we at Improve It are cooking up some ways to make you laugh online in this new environment. So stay tuned for that as it's a coming your way soon. So part L of the L-E-L is laugh. The E in the L-E-L stands for exercise. Now, here it is. The moment you tell me to shove off and end the podcast here. Stay with me. I swear on my life, I used to hate exercise. Like, I loathed it. Not hate, loathed. I only did it to eat the bag of Doritos I wanted later. But now, it's more about the mental gains than the physical gains for me. Of course, I want to be healthy and look good in my jeans, but exercise is what keeps me mentally sane. So here are a few tips if you hate exercise to make you want to move that bodice like the goddess that you are. One, I want you to put on your walking shoes and earbuds and put on a podcast. Literally, put on your shoes, put on some shorts, put in some earbuds, go for a walk. There's literally a podcast for every single mood. Do you want to be motivated? Go to episode 10 of this podcast to learn how to crush your morning routine. There are legit podcasts on laughing, on building businesses, on wine, on breastfeeding, on momming, on social entrepreneurship, on history, or on murder mysteries. Just put in your earbuds. I want you to set the timer on your phone for 15 minutes and walk in one direction while listening to said podcast, then turn around and walk back. That's a 30-minute walk, and you most likely will get through an entire podcast on your walk. Part two of this exercise journey is if gyms are open, I want you to bring your iPhone and watch one of the shows I mentioned above in the laugh section on the elliptical. So John calls, um, John, my husband calls the elliptical that I do the Bob because sometimes I just would go to the gym and this is before quarantine and I would literally just Bob up and down on the elliptical to feel like I was doing something while watching a television show. Um, It just made me feel like I was doing something. Did I have beads of sweat glistening off my forehead? No, but I accomplished two things in the LEL, laughter and exercise. Hashtag winning. All right. The third thing you can do if you loathe exercise is dance. Now, you know the phrase dance like no one is looking? Do that. Whatever genius made up that term deserves a freaking Nobel Prize. I want you to put together a playlist of your favorite songs, songs that make you feel like a total badass. So for me, it's Madonna Like a Prayer. Britney's work, bitch. There goes my swearing in a podcast. Wilson Phillips, hold on for one more day. I want to throw in some salt and pepper soup and then it's all over. But I want you to close the door to your room, okay? Put this playlist together. Close the door to your room. Bonus points if there's a mirror. Grab a hairbrush. Pretend it's a microphone. Then sing like Beyonce, Madonna, whoever your favorite singer is. And move your body with it. 
I swear this works. You can even set a timer on your phone for 30 minutes. I have legit done this more times than I would like to admit. And I walk away thanking my pretend audience, taking a bow and feeling 180 degrees better. So all of the things I just mentioned in this exercise section are free, except the elliptical in the gym. Two out of the three are free and you could do them today. Are you in the low of the roller coaster right now? Make that playlist. Make it! Or download episode 10 of this podcast for some motivation while you walk. If you're feeling low, know that I'm in the back of the caboose screaming, move it, move it. It's truly one of the quickest ways I know to get uphill. So the last part of the LEL. The last L stands for lists. Now, this may sound anxiety-producing because most lists are made for things you need to get done or items you need to check off for things like shopping, house chores, or even a honeydew list. They involve mental strain and they involve physical effort. But not these lists, y'all. Not these lists. These lists are joyful lists. These lists remind you of the things in your life that are good. And they are things that you have already done or know. So there's no to-do you have done. Here are a few lists you can make. You can make a best songs list, just as I mentioned for your dance-a-thon in the E part of the LEL. You can make a bucket list of things that you want to do in your lifetime. You can make a places you've traveled list. See all the places that you've gone and remind yourself of these amazing vacations and opportunities. You can make a best moment in life list. I want you to list out the best moments of your life and all of the times you've truly felt joy. You can make a favorite smells list, a favorite places list, favorite sounds list. You can literally use a free app online called Evernote, and it's on your phone, actually, if you have an iPhone, free download. Evernote, it's a notebook. You create a notebook and within that you create specific pages. So make a notebook all about your joy lists and make separate pages. If you are feeling down, do this. I'm telling you, you can get the full picture, but the idea is to really show gratitude towards the things in your life that you do have or the things that bring you joy. So by focusing on what we have, we eliminate the feeling of what we don't. It is proven that gratitude actually brings more of what you want into your life. This is a perspective shift, guys, okay? And when you're in the low of the roller coaster, it's truly a way to remember the highs. By putting that high feeling at the forefront, we are actually climbing towards it and we will get there much more quickly than if we stay and we wallow in that low. Again. Fam, I can't say this enough. This is free. You don't need a therapist, although if you could incorporate this in with the LEL, I would highly recommend it. But I'm truly recording this podcast at a low in my ride. I'm still processing what is going on with my mom. At some point, I'll speak about it here. But like I said in the show with Jay Brown, which was episode 11, we teach from our scars, not our wounds. And my wound is still very much open. 
there's no putting a Band-Aid over it, and I'm in it, and this is what I'm doing to cope. The L-E-L. Laughter. Exercise. Lists. That is what gets me through the dark days. One of the lists I currently have going on is a huge whiteboard in my family's house. So I'm not using my one online. It's a real physical whiteboard with markers, and it's called Mom Wins. And it's a legit um, a list of the little things that have happened in her recovery. So my family and I are choosing to only focus on those. It's this big old board, and it's sitting on our dining room table So whenever I'm feeling low, I can look to that list to see the small improvements she's made. It's really those small improvements that lead to the big results. So there it is, fam. The L-E-L. I'm going to say it again for the people in the back of the ride. Laughter, exercise, lists. If you are in the low part of the roller coaster ride that is 2020 and you want some control in your life, then get a Kraken. These three tips are going to lift you up. Now, to get you started, we've got a list building freebie for you to print off, to use, and to get to writing. Okay. I want you to keep this freebie next to your desk, put it by your nightstand, tape it to your mirror. You can find a link to this in our show notes, or you can go to our website, learntoimproveit.com. It's learntoimproveit.com. We have to remember what it feels like at the top in order to get out from the bottom. We fall only to rise again. In your front row seat to the ride that is 2020, I want you to know that myself and the Improve It team are here in the back cheering you on. So let's put our hands up together, put them up y'all, and let's ride out the rest of this year. The L-E-L is your seatbelt. Laughter, exercise, lists. It is truly there to protect and to support you. And when we get to the end or we get to 2021, we will feel like we've moved a mountain and we will freaking deserve that souvenir photo. Am I right or am I right? We will look back on 2020 as the year we kicked and screamed our way to a better future. The best part is we all rode the ride, so we can all experience the pride we feel after. Let's keep holding on, Failed It fam. The ride is almost over, and a new beginning awaits. Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to Failed It. I'm so happy you're along for the ride. And if you enjoyed today's show, head on over to iTunes to rate and subscribe so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every Wednesday. I'll see you next week, but want to leave you with this thought. What will you fail at today and how will that help your future successful self? Think about it. I'm proud of you and you are totally failing it. See you next time.